<laughs> I love it. I love the enthusiasm. And this was probably the easiest interview I've ever had to do because I didn't have to ask very many questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't have to ask. I'm going to let it out. <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast, inspiring real women with a passion for fishing in the outdoors to go get their adventure on. Now, here's your host, Master Captain Angie Scott. I'm Patricia Clement. I branded myself as River Sister about two years ago. I just made two years. Um, I'm originally from Brooklyn, East New York, like really city girl played on concrete streets, jumped double dutch, had no exposure to outdoors other than concrete streets. The people laugh and think I'm making this up, but I'm really not. You can ask my siblings. When I first, when they first took me to a park, I just remember being a little girl afraid of grass. Like I didn't like the texture because I wasn't used to it. And they always they people still tease you like, "Wow, she spent all this time outdoors and she used to be afraid of grass." So, growing up in Brooklyn, again, double dutch Concrete Street, Scally, stuff like that. Um, I started, I started security in probably like my early twenties, and I discovered, you know what? I don't want to be in New York anymore. I want to relocate. I didn't want to raise my son there because I come from a very high crime, low income area, and I didn't want to raise my son there. So I picked Virginia. Um, somebody told me that Virginia was, it was easy to get a job here because I was in security. And I don't know why I picked security. I just didn't have a choice. I was just like, I just need the job. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Virginia and start a career in law enforcement. So I came here in 1997 and started corrections. And when they sent me to the academy, you know, the little training academy, mm-hmm. um, I discovered that I could shoot really good. Uh, so they made me a firearms instructor. And I was like, what? A firearms instructor? I didn't even, I had no training on shooting a weapon. So anyway, I like being out. Nope, I'm sorry. That was Riverside. That was Riverside that did that. Because I did nine months in corrections at a jail and then at the prison. And then I went to Riverside. So at Riverside, I discovered that I could shoot. So they put me on transportation. So transportation, I took inmates to court, to doctor's appointments, stuff like that. And I liked being out in the street. I liked talking with the community. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to become a police officer. So I applied for Petersburg Police. And I did 20 years of law enforcement. So just about... I've always been an entrepreneur, always had an entrepreneur spirit. Because, again, I'm from Brooklyn. So we know New York. If anybody <laughs> know how to hustle is a New Yorker. Like, I'm the baby of five. My mother was a single parent. So at, like, 11 to 12 years old, I started braiding hair to get money and just do different things. I, so hustling is in my blood because, mm-hmm. yeah, we didn't have a lot of money. So if, if I wanted school clothes and stuff like that, I had to go out and get it myself. So, um I think about six years ago, maybe almost seven, one day my husband was like, for my birthday, uh, let's go camping. I was like, camping? I don't want to go camping. You know, I'm thinking bears, bugs, just woods. So we went to a campground and we rented a cabin and I liked it. I really liked the atmosphere. I was like, wow, this is nice. So one of my friends had an RV and I know they used to go out and I, I was like, you know, we went and got a cabin and I really liked it. So I told my husband, I was like, let's, let's get an RV and start going camping. So we got a travel trailer. We did that for two years, and the first place we went to was Cherry Stone on the Eastern Shore, and we was waterfront. And when we checked in, they was like, do you want to rent a crab pot? I was like, crab pot? <laughs> I, I love crabs. Like, I've always eaten crabs. And, I was, and so I discovered that people was catching crabs out there. 
So I run to the crab pot. Well, I bought one. It was a little net one. And I caught like maybe two crabs. And that was, the rest was history. <laughs> I was like, wow, I could catch my own crabs. So then we went, we, we liked this campground called Grace Point. It's in Topping, Virginia. And so we decided to become seasonal there. Because, you know, we was like, you know, we can't keep the camp anywhere. Let's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's, we're tired of traveling. We like it here. We don't have to pack too much stuff. Let's just stay at Grays Point. So in 2019, we purchased a waterfront campsite at Grays Point. So seasonal means that we can stay there from March till November. That's our site. Mm. Nobody else can stay there. Uh, my husband does still work. So, you know, we basically did weekends. So we were on the marina and... um that that was really when it started. So then I bought crab traps, like the cages, and I put two in the water and I started catching crabs. So I then I cooked them. And I was just like, y'all, this is amazing. Like, I just couldn't believe that I could go out and catch my own crabs. So I started sharing it to social media. Like, look, y'all, I'm at a campground. I'm waterfront. It's beautiful. People on the marina. I can catch my own crabs. And I just had a lot of people start, you know, giving me feedback. Like, wow, that's amazing. This is that. So I'm the type, like, I love sharing goodness. I'm like, look, y'all can do this. Like, I'm literally catching my own crabs. So uh, my nephew that was still in New York, he lived in Brooklyn. He always kept telling me, he was like, man, that's nice. I want to come to that campground. I want to come there and go fishing. I want to explore the outdoors. So unfortunately, in two, that was 2019. So in 2020, when COVID hit, unfortunately, he passed away. He was 35 and he left behind an 11-year-old daughter. So I have a, I have a young daughter. My daughter is 16 now. Well, she'll be 16. And um, at that time, she was 12. So, well, 11 or 12. So I brought my great niece here, Anaya, to spend the summer because I was like, you know, she lost her dad. I need to get her out the city. Let's give her something different to do Mm -hmm. for the summer. So when she came, I said, Anaya, look, your dad always wanted to come here and learn how to fish. He wanted to come here and fish. So we got to learn how to fish in his honor. Let's learn how to fish. So I went, we went to the bait store. I bought pink rods, turquoise, this, everything girly, just cute. Didn't know anything about salt water, fresh water, the type of rod you're supposed to use. I was just buying stuff that was cute. So, um, you know, I went out because a lot of people fish at Grace Point. So I went out and, you know, people started helping me and teaching me and telling me what to get. Then I started exploring different fishing piers. And like, once I caught my own fish, I'll never forget my first catch. It was a really little fish. And my husband was like, that ain't nothing but bait fish. I was like, well, I still caught a fish. It was just so exciting. <laughs> so that's how I just, I just never stopped. I became addicted. I started traveling. And then again, you know, when I caught that first fish, the first time I caught the fish and cleaned it and cooked it, I was like, wow. So this, like, it never crossed my mind when I was younger, how fish got in the fish market. I was like, I could catch my own fish, clean it and cook it. Like that's, that was such a rewarding feeling. So that's what I just thought. I was like, you know what? I got to get other women to do this. Like as high as meat is in the store, do you know that you could stock your freezer with crab meat and fish? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what made me just form River Sister. So I branded myself as, as River Sister because we were on the Rappahannock River. I love river, anything affiliated with the river, river activities. Um, and I just consider myself everybody's sister. So it's not just for black women, but yeah, I want more African women, African American women to see like, oh, okay, if she could do it, I could do it too. Mm-hmm. But it's really for all women. I just want women to get out and be comfortable and confident to go out and catch their own fish. Cause a lot of women don't want to touch a fish. You know, they're sure not going to clean it. And I can see a difference in my videos. Cause when I first started, I would put on gloves. <laughs> I took all these protective measures and it took me forever. Now, girl, I grabbed that fish. 
bare hands, fillet <laughs> it, like it's no problem. So that's what made me form River Sister. And being an influencer really just fell in my lap. I had no plans on being an influencer. I just wanted people to go outdoors and explore activities because being on a marina, we also, you know, marina has boats. So when we first signed the Grace Point, you know, we on the marina, we watching people go out on their boats and somebody invited us out and we went to this little island. It was like a nice little party. And I loved it. I was like, wow, Dell, you know, we're going to be on this marina and live this river life. We need to get us a boat. So we purchased in 2019, we purchased the 2020 Nordic Star and it was a nice boat, brand new from the showroom floor. Me and my husband got our boaters license together. We're both new. And the first day we went out from the dealer, I hit something in the Rappahannock River. It was a log or something to mess the propeller mm-hmm. up. So my confidence level just went, <laughs> went to zero. And, you know, people told me, it was like, you know, that happens with boating. You know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So we bought the boat in 2019. But remember, I started fishing in probably 2021. So I was like, okay, um, I want to take the boat out. And I'm going to do some crabbing and fishing. I need to get away from the pier. And he was like, no, ma'am, you are not going to tear that boat up out there. This is not the type of boat for fish. You know, you can fish on all boats. But my husband, is he's like <laughs> interior. He want to keep it looking clean. I don't want those nasty crab pots on my on the boat. He's like, you're going to tear it up. So I was like, okay, no problem. So I went and bought me a little John boat out the marketplace. I nice. took the boat out one, one, no, no, no. I took <laughs> the boat out one time and I did not like that John boat. It was like a 12 or 14 foot and it was just, I just couldn't do it. So then I was like, you know what? I need to get something a little more bigger, a little more sturdier. So I found this 1990 skiff and we went all the way to North Carolina to get it. I had the boat for maybe three days. It was like, I don't like this either. (laughs) (laughs) So then last year I bought a Carolina skiff and it's a 2018. Now that's my baby. That's a keeper. They say the third one is a charm. (laughs) So that's my baby. So I'm a new boater. Um, And again, with boating, with everything affiliated with the river, I look at, I was afraid, you know, like, oh, I can't own a boat. Oh, you know, owning a boat is for rich people because nobody I knew owned a boat. It was like something I saw even with fishing, it was something I saw on TV or read in a book. Like nobody ever encouraged me to go out and explore outdoor activities. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 why I, I partnered with Freedom Boat Club. I actually contacted them because I know that a lot of women and men are not in a space where they can actually purchase a boat. Then you have to have a place to store it mm-hmm. and then you have to launch it, <laughs> you know, and then you have to do maintenance. So I was like, wow, one of my um, colleagues, she was like, Patricia, I really admire you both, and I wish I could buy one, but I don't have the money. I said, why don't you rent one? I said, I think they, and I just Googled. I was like, boat club. I said, they got to have some clubs or some someplace where you could rent. And I found Freedom Boat Club. And I just I just sent her the link, and I was like, hey, check this place out. And she actually purchased a membership. Nice. So I didn't think nothing of it then. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm on to something. I need to partner with them because I'm new to, new to the outdoor industry and new to influencing, but I'm not going anywhere. So I know I'm going to grow. And I was like, why not partner with somebody that if a woman does or a man does not want to buy a boat, that they can join the membership. So that's when I contacted the Freedom Boat Club closest to me. And it took me a, it took me a while to really get through to somebody. And then Dusty, this year, I started screenshotting when women were sending me messages saying, hey, I want to go out on a boat or you inspire me. I'm like, look at these messages. We need a partner. We're on to something. Yeah. So Freedom Boat Club gave me a chance. Um, just what we in August now. I think in June, I signed a contract with them. Gotcha. Very cool. I want to pause for a moment and give a quick shout out to my friends over at Stealth Rod Holders. They first caught my attention at iCast a few years ago when they were showcasing their well-designed and strong quick-release rod holders made of glass-reinforced nylon. 
Their patented technology grips the rod handle, so no more fumbling with locking collars. This allows you to get that quick hook set and land your personal best. And if you buy the best rods like I do, I mean, St. Croix rods are the best rods on earth, you want to protect it with the best rod holder, which is hands down Stealth. And Stealth rod holders come with a lifetime warranty. Check them out at StealthRodHolders.com. Well, so many things about your story I love, um, you know, your beginnings and the whole journey of where you've gotten to today is super inspiring. Um, and that's what this show is all about. I love that the influencer thing just kind of happened um, as opposed to, you know, you setting out to be an influencer. I love the the organic of it because that just makes it all that more relatable for people you know for just regular women out there um you know looking to for inspiration to you know get more involved in the outdoors um and your tie-in with freedom boat club is perfect because you know i've said it before on the show there's not a lot of places where people can go and get that hands-on training, that on-the-water training when you buy a boat. Um, right. You, you know, they kind of just send you off with the keys and off you go and you maybe you <laughs> hit a log or, you know. And so with Freedom Boat Club membership, members get unlimited training that's included. Plus, you know, your journey of kind of trying different boats before you landed on one that you liked. That's another advantage of Freedom Boat Club because members can try out all the different boats. You might not be a member forever. Maybe one day you decide you want to go ahead and buy your own boat. But now you've had all the training and you've tried out all the different boats. So when you go to purchase a boat, you know what you what you want and you have the confidence um to go out there and, and boat on your own right because honestly had i known about freedom boat club before i purchased my boat because like people look at us it's just me my husband and my daughter i do have an older son he's 28 he's in the air force so he's mm. stationed in texas and we live in virginia so he comes home maybe twice once or twice a year People look at us like, why do y'all have two boats? And then when I tell them the story, I was like, well, you know, this is our family boat and this is my boat. Like, this is the <laughs> stuff that I can do. So when I found out that Freedom Boat Club had boats specifically for fishing, I was like, man, I could have just did the, I could have just did the membership. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I do. Yeah. I wish I'd known about Freedom Boat Club prior. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about your whole RV life, too, because we kind of have that in common. Um, I started out, I think I showed you a picture real quick when we met uh, down at ICAST for the women's networking night. But somebody had mentioned, you need to meet Patricia and you need to show her a picture of your your truck camper, because I think uh-huh. that that's something that you were maybe considering. But so we started out with a truck camper and that way we're able to pull the boat and I fish tournaments all throughout the Southeast. And so it's been super convenient. However, we've discovered a love of being in Florida, November to the end of March, because, yes. um, you know, <laughs> Nashville gets cold still. It's probably similar to Virginia. I'm not a huge yep. fan of cold weather and I'm from Minnesota. So I've had enough of that growing up, you know, I'm like over it. And the cold here is like a wet cold, so it's just painful in my opinion. So um, working for Freedom Boat Club, I have the flexibility to work remotely over the winter months. 
And uh, this past winter, we actually lived almost three months in the truck camper with two dogs. And (laughs) (laughs) I quickly realized that, um, you know, this this year we're doing five months down there. So I was like, this isn't going to work. So we were keeping the truck camper for traveling in tournaments to pull the boat. But we are uh, for living in Florida for that length of time. We upgraded to a 30 foot toy hauler, which I'm super excited about because I'm going to convert that. Yeah, I'm going to convert the garage into my office, so I'll have a nice uh-huh. place to work from and do my podcasts and all that as well. Um, and so just kind of, did you, is that something you've done? Did you do that full-time at some point? Or no, just we didn't seasonal? do anything. Okay. Yeah, nothing full-time now. That's my goal. My husband, I actually have a countdown on my phone. Him and my daughter, my daughter graduates. She's a junior now. She has a year and nine months, and he has a year and nine months till he retires. So when we're empty nesters, that's my goal. In November, we are packing up, going to Florida and, or nice. wherever the weather's warm. Yeah. I want to do Florida. Yeah. Because he's he from Louisiana, so we can just go anywhere south and stay there and then come back home. Yeah, that's the so way. Yeah travel, yeah, travel trailer. Like I said, we did the travel trailer for two years and then we became seasonal and then once I started this river lifestyle I just went all out I purchased another travel trailer that I started renting out uh, while we were at Grace Point campground and I was seasonal you know they had storage there so I said you know what I can get people to camp and I can buy a camper and I can rent it out to them and I can set it up because a lot of women don't you know they, they're afraid to pull a camper or they don't have a vehicle that can pull a camper so I was like well, how convenient is that? If if it's already here set up for you, you have no excuse but the book. Right. <laughs> so I did that last year and girl, it wore me out. I was so tired. <laughs> I bet. I had good intentions, but girl, I was out there sweating, setting that camp up. I was like, I got to do something different. So this year, I just have so much going on between content with River Sister. We purchased, and this is how all in I'm into the river. We purchased waterfront land because the campground was fine. We're waterfront. We can stay there from March to November. But at the end of the day, it's their land, even though it's our camper. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just know that I wanted this river life for long term. So I told my husband, look, let's buy some waterfront property and build our own home. So, girl, we will be closing our home within 30 days. Wow. So we bought two and a half acres on the water. It's on a little Wacomico in Northumberland. And now we have two boat lifts. Like I could fish and crab on my own pier. It's just amazing. So um, since we're leaving a campground, we put our camper up for sale because we love it, but we don't need it now because we have our own home. Right. So when everybody was like, why are y'all leaving a campground? You know, oh, we're going to miss y'all. I said, well, true friends will never go anywhere. We'll still be in contact. I said, but, you know, I want this lifestyle for the rest of my life. And I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to lease land at a mm-hmm. campground for the rest of my life. If somebody else wants to, that's fine. But I'm about ownership. And I was like, you know, I can't leave this. I can leave it to my children, but they're still going to have to pay the fees. And what if somebody sells it? I just knew that I wanted more, um, mm-hmm. a place where we can have all of our toys because we have a lot of toys. We, it's only it's just me and my husband. And we have two golf carts, an RV, two boats, like maybe yeah. six vehicles. Yeah, it's bad. And a camper. So we live in an HOA and they, yeah, you know the HOA with all this stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we, we're not equipped for this type of lifestyle. We need to build a house in the country and move all our stuff there. Yep. So, yeah, um, 
Awesome. Yeah, I love that we're building a home on, on the water. So yeah. I'll be able to wake up and go to bed and fish and just, yeah, live that lifestyle. Awesome. That's perfect. Well, like like people always say to me, live in the dream. That's what it's yeah, all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in you know, for people listening, um, Patricia didn't catch her first fish until she was in her late 40s. So right. if you're older and you think oh my life is done yeah i've done this and that and that's gonna be it and i'm just gonna you know go through day in day out no you you can do anything at any age and um you know make all your wildest dreams come true that's what that's what life is all about um the universe has our backs you know put it out there make it happen and uh amazing things can happen Yes, I agree. And I also want to add that there's no perfect time. Like, again, I'm 50 years old now. I started, I retired at 44. I took an early retirement because I'm just a free spirit. I love police work. I love working with the community. And I just didn't see anything other than that. But God kept telling me, hey, go out, go do your own thing. Because I didn't mention this. I know you like this lady crazy. But I also work with youth. I have youth enrichment programs. Uh, again, I'm from New York, so we learned how to jump double dutch like we learned how to walk. That was a city <laughs> thing. So when I moved here, I saw that the girls wasn't outside jumping double dutch, so I started volunteering teaching double dutch. And then I turned it into a business because I told you I'm a hustler. Anything I like, I'm going <laughs> to find a way to get paid. <laughs> so I started a business teaching jump rope. It's called Jump Stars Jump Rope Lessons. So I founded it in 2010, and you know it started kicking off. And because I was doing police work, even though... My last eight years in policing, I did community policing because I'm all about community service. I love bringing people together. I have a very bubbly attitude. Um, So I was the type of officer that when I went to a call for service and it was a young teen arguing with her mom, you know, I would mentor her, maybe take her to the mall, you know, just do things with her because I know what it was like being a troubled teen because I I got in a lot of trouble with the teen. (laughs) So I was that type. You know, we had neighbors feuding. I was the one that brought, like, look, let's have a community together. What community um, gathering? Let's have a meeting. So I, I did that on the street. So they made me the special projects officer. So I started running youth programs because I feel like if you work with a youth when they're young, maybe they won't get in trouble when they're older. So I did youth programs. I did senior programs. I did all the community um, projects for the police department. Mm-hmm. So I love outreach. Like I, I donate to food bank. I work. I, I volunteer for food bank and I also deliver meals for Meals on Wheels. So community service is in me. Mm. So there's a lot of things with Rivers I want to do to get in those communities, to get these young kids fishing. Because like Richmond, I live in Henrico and Richmond is like right down the street. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of, lot of Richmond has a lot of, I mean, it's crime everywhere. But I was like, these people need to go outdoors. They just too angry. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Y'all doing all this fighting and shooting. I was like, I would love to do a program where I could get these people outdoors. I'm like, you need to go relax. Go fishing instead of fighting. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I love, I love community service. Awesome. Well, it sounds like a perfect fit with your personality and background. Um, I can't think of a better person to uh have involved in things like that so and i can't wait to see where you take take it with tying in the outdoors and fishing as well so um super exciting uh you know i mentioned earlier we got to meet at icast was that your first time getting to go to icast or had you yes that was my first time i never because again remember i just started this two years ago right so um i remember seeing posts and then like maybe last year 
people was asking me, are you going to ICATS? And I was like, what's that? I've never heard of ICATS. I had no <laughs> idea what it was. So um, I did some work with Take Me Fishing mm-hmm. and I asked, were they sending anybody? And they worked at this time. They didn't have any opportunities, but they was like, like, what do you need? So I, me, one thing about me, I'm a go-getter. I'm going to build my own table if you'll give me a seat. So I contacted ICATS. I was like, look. I'm all into this outdoors. I heard about this um, event. I really want to come. I need to be there. You know, I'm a hard worker. (laughs) Like, I don't mind working, putting in the work. I don't want anybody just giving anything to me. But I was like, I have to come to this event. And they allowed me to come and sit on an influencer panel, which I was honored because, you know, with social media, I find being new, you know, most people talk about numbers, numbers, numbers. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, everybody has to start from somewhere. And my thing is, all right, if you don't want to work with me now when I'm small, don't come back when I blow up. And then <laughs> there you go. That's right. <laughs> no, I probably will. I probably will. <laughs> but what I, what I want to tell people is don't look at numbers. You got to look at a person's track history. Because one thing about me, I'm a go-getter. Um, look at the other stuff that I've done. Maybe because I'm new to social media, but I'm not new to influencing. And I'm not new to hustle. Like I know how to hustle and get stuff done. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think people should look at, more so looking at she has 100,000 followers or he has 100,000 followers because um, they were new too. But, you right. know, I, I'm, I'm okay to wait. I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And when it's my time and if, if it's for me, that's been my prayer. That if it's something that's for me, let it be for me. And if it's not, that's fine. I, I'm okay with a no because I just look at it, you know, and I can just get the next opportunity. Right. And it's usually just no for now, not no for forever. So, yeah. 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 And there's always other opportunities to go after because right. it's a small industry, but it's a big industry at the same time. So, right. um, well, I'm glad I got the chance to meet you down at ICAST and, um, I hope we get to meet again and hopefully fish again or fish together oh, at some point. I'm sure we will. <laughs> uh, I'm not going, like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be around for a long time. Yeah. It's, it's kind of overwhelming, a, you know, meeting everybody. Like I'm meeting so many people and, you know, I'm one person. So they're like, okay, that's River Sister. And I'm like, what's your name again? Who are you? Because like, <laughs> right. really, remember, I'm 50, so my memory is like, <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's everything is coming together very well. Awesome. And you have a pretty good community over there too. I mean, there's there's several ladies that I know that I met at ICAST that kind of live in that region. So yeah. I'm sure you've gotten to meet several of them by now. Um, but you know, you're close to kind of where RBFF is headquartered as well. Right. So that's that's great. Um and I'm sure you'll you'll be involved in future things with them um we featured them on the show many many times right um so well yeah, i love rbff because you know i always i tell them like, they were the first person who gave me a chance i never forget my phone call with a lady she i don't think she works anymore and we were talking about me doing influencing work some content and she was like okay send us your rate card i'm like rate card what is that like i had no idea what a rate because <laughs> again i don't want to be influencer somebody just invited me to all women's it was a at the fly fishing event. It was a women's meetup. Mm-hmm. And some, it was Snooky, Snooky, Tiffany. Yeah. You know, Snooky Fish. Yeah. She invited me and we just started talking over social media. And I was like, okay, I'll go. So I, I had just bought me a little, you know, got my logo and put on my shirt. I was like, yeah, I'm River Sisters. And again, like I've never met a stranger. I'm really friendly and bubbly like this with everybody. Unless you give me bad vibes. I won't. Play with you. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then I got, they contacted me and I was like, rate card, like I this, I'm promise you, this literally fell in my this was not my goal. So I was like, Well shoot, if people want to pay me to live my best life, uh yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. 
Well, I appreciate you so much for taking some time out this morning on a on a rainy morning to be on the podcast. And I look forward to sharing this conversation with our audience um, and hopefully um, introducing some people to you that weren't uh, aware of who you are. And uh, I'm sure there are many who are inspired by your story and will continue to be inspired by your story as more people um, find out about you and follow you on social media. I will put links to your socials. Um, anything else, anything upcoming or anything else that you want to share? Uh, I do want to share that. Um, I'm just thankful for all the support that I've been given so far, because again, being new, it's, it's, it's a little intimidating. Mm -hmm. Like when I hear people say different terms and stuff like that, like I had an ax, I remember Snooki told me, set the hook. I was like, what's that? Like, what does that mean? Like you really, so that helps me the stuff that I don't know. It helps me to know that, okay, if you didn't know this, there's a lot of other people that don't know this. So mm -hmm. I feel like I can teach them because I'm new too and they can relate and I won't make them feel like they don't know anything. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very important. And that's, other than that, I just want to thank you for um, allowing me this opportunity to tell my story. And I know I talk fast. I am working on that. But a lot of New Yorkers, they talk fast. Hey. I talk really fast. And I think it's because I'm, I'm so excited all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the enthusiasm. And this was probably the easiest interview I've ever had to do because I didn't have to ask very many questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't have to ask. I'm going to let it out. <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much again. And uh, can't wait to meet you again and hopefully fish together. And we'll continue following your adventures and all the best of luck with everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.